worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. It's back to school month. Since Eddie and Reader aren't students or parents, it's just September. Fox FM. Reader hanging out with you as we get the day going. And I guess I should probably give in to my uh, my uh, pessimism, rather. <laughs> you know, I like to uh, think positive, think, oh, it's nice outside when I walk outside first thing in the morning. I don't need a jacket or a bunny hug. But uh, I stepped outside of my apartment this morning, walked out on the street, and I was cold. And I'm just basically in a t-shirt today. And I guess whether I like it or not, I should probably start to wearing a bunny hug or maybe a jacket to work. I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of layers yet because I'm not quite ready for that. But, you know, I'm going to th- be optimistic and say, you know, it's still going to stay relatively nice for a while. So I'm just going to stick with a bunny hug. I'm not going to get crazy. It's not parka weather yet. But uh, maybe I'll have to start drinking a little more tea and uh, bundling up a little bit more because those starts to the day are pretty chilly right now. You can tell Reader really loves The Simpsons. Every time he drives through Duff, he gets thirsty. Oh yeah! More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. And a recent article on the AV Club website named Exorcist 2, The Heretic as the worst sequel of all time. I've seen it. I actually own a copy. It's part of an Exorcist box set, but I am inclined to agree it just doesn't hold a candle to the original. The original Exorcist, just an amazing movie, one of my favorites. If I had to pick my choice for the worst sequel ever, I think I'd be inclined to say Jurassic Park 3. How can a movie with that many dinosaurs be so disappointing? I don't know, but they pulled it off. I just didn't care for that one at all. As far as my favorite sequel, As a well-documented Star Wars fan, The Empire Strikes Back is definitely up there. I think if I had to choose, though, uh, I would have to say 1978's Dawn of the Dead. It was George Romero's sequel to the original, the OG zombie classic, Night of the Living Dead, from back in 1968. But Dawn of the Dead, it had glorious Technicolor zombie goodness, gore by the bucket load, and a little bit of subtle, or maybe not so subtle, commentary on consumer culture. Just awesome. One of my favorite movies to this day. So I want to know, what are your picks for the best and worst sequels? Give us a call or text 306-783-3699 to let me know, or you can also comment on our Facebook or Instagram pages at MoreFoxFM. When it comes to early mornings, Fox FM's Eddie Q is not a fan. <sighs> Fox FM. Celebrity-inspired cookbooks are nothing new. You know, there are a ton that seemingly come out every year and uh, not only is it celebrities there's theme cookbooks i remember there was the sopranos cookbook at one point came out uh, featuring meals that were prepared in, in the uh, show uh, back in the day there was a wwe cookbook with uh, the different superstars the different wrestlers providing some of their favorite uh, recipes for their fans to enjoy and now there's a new cookbook inspired by a hit board game 
Catan, the official cookbook, includes 77 recipes inspired by the multiplayer game. It includes dishes with names like uh, the Forest Dwellers Dip, Tavern Ale Pie, and Fireside Banana Boats. The, of course, the game, The Settlers of Catan, it came out back in 1995. It sold tens of millions of copies. It's available in more than 40 languages. I've played it on a number of occasions with my friends. I generally never win because I'm not very good at it. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what uh, kind of recipes are in store in the uh, Catan official cookbook. But that makes me think now that if there's going to be... Uh, recipe books and and cookbooks based on games. I think the natural progression, start with Catan, then move on to Cooking for Hungry Hungry Hippos. Eddie can't walk after leg day. Reader can't move after a slow-pitched doubleheader. Kind of the same thing, right? Lil Nas X, that's what I want. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. You know what I want or could really go for right now? A really nice lobster dinner. Oh, who doesn't love a good lobster? Or maybe steak is more your thing? I don't know, but if you swing down to the Painted Hand Casino coming up September 22nd, it's their second annual lobster feast. It's coming up September 22nd, 5.30. You get your choice of a whole boiled lobster or a 14-ounce strip loin steak, and that's just to get things going. You also get all-you-can-eat fresh East Coast mussels steamed in garlic, onion, lemon, and white wine, buttery corn on the cob, fresh baby potatoes, assorted salads. You get fresh rolls, assorted desserts. It's going to be so good. You know the food is fantastic at the Painted Hat Casino. And this is one more opportunity for you to get entered in to win a pair of tickets to the second annual Lobster Feast at the Painted Hat Casino. All you got to do is give us a call, 306-783-3699, and we will get you entered in to have a chance to win. Give me a call now. Some nights, readers too lazy to cook. That's when toast, popcorn, or Fruit Loops become summer. Fox FM. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM reader joined with a special guest, Rob Wallace-Chuck from Performance Promotions. Good morning, Rob. Good morning. How are you, reader? I am doing very well. How about yourself? You know, good, good. We were just talking that uh, summer's been uh, summer's been whipping by, and you know, here we are working on stuff and presenting shows in uh, in late November and into December already. <laughs> yeah, it goes by in a flash. Before you even know it, you just wonder where the time's gone. Yeah, that's for sure. And speaking of some big shows coming up, you've got one to tell us about right now. And you know what? Let's not keep everybody in suspense. Well, that's for sure. It's a, it is a big one for Yorkton. It's, uh, and, and in this venue, especially at the Ann Portneuf Theater here in Yorkton, on November the 28th, we're very pleased, Duff and Country Fest is very pleased to announce, um, none other than the Canadian legend himself, Tom Cochran. Oh, that is yeah. going to be awesome. It will be, especially in that theater. Like it's, uh, you know, Tom is Tom is normally an arena act, uh, but he's scaled its back and he's putting it into the theater. And he's going to tell stories about uh, about all the songs and stuff. And I'm really, you know, a personal uh, fan of Tom Cochran and really looking forward to this one. Oh yeah, I mean he's an icon of Canadian music, right back to his days with Red Rider, Lunatic yeah. Fringe, White Hot, Boy Inside the Man, right up to his solo days. Life is a highway, sinking like a sunset. I wish you well. Just so many great songs, and oh, we're going sure, to get to hear all about it. That's for sure. He's uh, he's got a, he's got a ton of them. I'll tell you. People don't realize until you start hearing them that, wow, that's just another huge song by Tom Gochran. You know, so it's like I'm excited about it. I think the uh, city people around Yorkton are going to be excited about it. November 28th, and Portneuf Theater, 
Um, you don't want to miss it. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And when do tickets go on sale for this show? Well, tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, for this show. And it's a limited amount, of course. As you know, it's a one show only at the Anportna Theatre. So this Friday, 10 a.m., you can get them by going to countryfest.ca or by calling the toll-free line, which is one 800 361-7300 and of course you guys will keep mentioning those those details and stuff like that but uh, um, you're going to get some chances to win this week too. That's right we're going to give some lucky listeners a chance to beat the box office Wednesday Thursday and Friday so we want to make sure everybody is listening to have a chance to get in to win and of course if you're a fox hunter there's going to be some special pre-sale codes coming out, so make sure you watch your emails. And if you're not a Fox Hunter, make sure you visit foxfmonline.ca and get signed up because you don't want to miss out on this. That's for sure. Tom Cochran, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good. You know, you don't normally see him in Yorkton anyway, but yet to see him at the Anportniff Theatre in that small setting, it's going to be great. And he's a Manitoba boy, the pride of Lynn Lake. He is so. He is so. <laughs> Gotta like that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be great. Tom Cochran, Songs and Stories, The Duo, coming up November 28th at the Ann Portneuf Theatre in Yorkton. Thanks for joining me this morning. It's going to be a great show, Rob. You bet. Thank you, Reed. Eddie Q is glad to have Reader in the mornings. He can reach for the tall stuff that Eddie can't. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. One thing that's knocking at the door is the regular season for our junior hockey leagues. The uh, exhibition campaign's just kind of wrapping up. It's the last week of the preseason for the SJHL, MJHL. The Melville Millionaires are back in action tonight when they hit the road to take on the Notre Dame Hounds face-off time, 8 p.m. The Mills will then close out their preseason Friday night when they cross the border into Manitoba when they pay a visit to the Dauphin Kings. Meanwhile, Yorkton Terriers, they have two more exhibition games as well. They hit the road tomorrow night to take on the Weyburn Red Wings and then Friday night they'll head to Manitoba to square off against the Weywissacapel Wolverines. Swan Valley Stampeders, meanwhile, they'll wrap up the preseason with a home-and-home against the OCN Blizzard. Thursday night, they pay a visit to OCN, and then they will wrap up their exhibition schedule on home ice against the Blizzard Friday night at the Centennial Arena in Swan River. As I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago, if you're looking to make some supper plans tonight, Swan Valley Stampeders holding a barbecue tonight at the City Mass Registration at the Veterans Hall from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Manitoba time. For just 7 bucks, you can get yourself a burger and a drink and kids, if you want to bring your hockey sticks along, you can play some floor hockey with the Stampeders. How cool would that be? As well, also of note, uh, in Prairie Junior Hockey League preseason action, the next game for Fort Knox is coming up on Sunday when they host the Pilot Butte Storm with puck drop 4 p.m. for some afternoon matinee action for Fort Knox. So, yeah, the regular season, it is coming fast for junior hockey, but still some preseason to do some fine-tuning. So best of luck to all our local squads. Reader wants to eat a burger from every small town cafe in the parkland. Just two to go. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. Reader here along with you, and I'm joined by a special guest. The uh, Yorkton Brick Mill Heritage Society is holding its dinner coming up in just a couple of weeks' time, Wednesday, September 27th at St. Mary's Cultural Centre. And this year's keynote speaker, one of the most well-known voices in Saskatchewan, Paul Martin. And I'm joined on the line with him. Good morning, Paul. 
Hey, good morning. <laughs> it's great to have you here. And of course, uh, you know, everybody is uh, well, uh, well versed in uh, your commentaries that run daily on many stations here throughout the province, including our sister station next door. And uh, you've been at this a while. I hear you're celebrating a milestone this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard to believe, but uh, I'm into my sixth decade of being a broadcaster in the province. Uh, Mark 50, uh, 50 years earlier this year. So, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the uh, the flour mill, and uh, it's a little more than a century old, but I can't help but think that there'll be two of us relics that will be the center of the conversation that <laughs> night, one about the mill and me. So anyway, but, uh, you know, but it provides a perspective. Uh, sometimes there's just no substitute for time and experience. And, and as those of us who have applied this trade, you know, you know very well that uh, journalism is kind of described as uh, writing history on the fly. So looking back at the stuff we've achieved and kind of putting it into context is an important part of being a writer, a journalist, a contributor to a community. So when I hear sto- things like the story about the, the mill, uh, it just tweaks something. You know, you just feel like I've got to know more about it. I've got to uh, like get a sense of it, get a feel of it, get close to it, to participate because where we've been is, is a great indicator of where we're going. And I can't help but think anything that's lasted more than a century, and there's not very many things in Saskatchewan that can point to a history of more than 100 years, they obviously did something very right to still be around 100 years later. And that's the intriguing part of this. And I think what, you know, kind of uh, got me interested in this storyline and, and the fact that from an economic development or growth or community building kind of concept, the notion of history, your history is very powerful and it's actually marketable. And, uh, you know, you think about cities like Rome or ancient cities, uh, you know, what they do in Egypt, for example, how they built entire industries around things that are hundreds or thousands of years old. We're just now starting to get to the point where we actually legitimately have a few things that we could point to. And so we've got to learn from this and learn from others around the world. And I think that's part of you know, I hope the message we can deliver is how a community projects itself it can come in many ways, but we often overlook the notion of history and culture. And I think uh, that the mill is a really perfect example of of how a community like Yorkton has had staying power. And I think if you look back to the first value-added agricultural process, which was flour milling, and I mean, think about what we're doing today. And all the value added that's going on and, and this long held dream in Saskatchewan on agriculture of being able to go beyond the selling of just basic raw commodities and to be able to sell ingredients. And we're making great strides on that now with I think canola crush is probably the one that's you know top of mind. But if you look back more than a, a hundred years, our forebears were onto this thing and uh, you know, it took a lot of courage and and that's the kind of stuff I want to focus on and talk about, about the significance of that kind of uh, forward thinking and the the backbone it took to put that together and how today we have people who recognize that in, in your community and are out building trying to preserve that history. And I can be a part of it. Well, I'm just happy to do that. That's awesome. It's going to be a fantastic evening, I'm sure. Have you had a, a much opportunity to spend some time here in the city? Oh, yeah. You know, over the years, I've uh, been through many, many times. So i got to say that it's been a bit of a drought because uh, COVID kind of shut all that down. So it's likely been four or five years since I've been there. So I'm really looking forward to coming back. And, of course, 
you know, how can you beat that meal? Right? So <laughs> yes. really looking forward to that. I was sort of joking that you get, to, you know, they serve you on a plate that's the size of a, you know, I don't know, something really big. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's really it, it's really good. And I just encourage people to, you know, your listeners, come on out and join us that night. It's going to be fun. It won't be particularly heavy, uh, but it'll be a great way to meet the community, to honor, uh, you know, our history and look back at, the forethought and the presence of mind that our ancestors had and how they built a province that, uh, you know, today is the fastest growing one in the country. Awesome. It's going to be a wonderful evening. It's all happening Wednesday, September 27th at St. Mary's Cultural Center in Yorkton. The ticket deadline is September 19th, so make sure you get your tickets. You can visit yorktonflourmill.ca for more information. You can get your tickets in person at Frameworks. You can also get them by phone or online or call Vern 306-621-1015 or Larry at 306-621-0523. It's going to be a great evening with guest speaker Paul Martin. Thank you very much for joining me this morning, Paul. Not at all. Take care. Great to hear from you. All right. Have a great day. Fox FM's Eddie Q has a terrible memory, but he can list every single embarrassing thing that's happened in his life. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. If you're getting a little hungry, you know, maybe you're going to get the team together. You know, sports are starting to get going once again. You got a football team you got to feed. Maybe you're going to get a group together and just have a nice celebration, a staff lunch, or you're looking to put together a family get together and you think, oh, that's a lot of cooking to do. I wish I could get someone to just provide all the food for it. Well, give Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual a call. They are providing our staff lunch this Friday. I am looking forward to it. It's always a great spread that they set up for us. They've sent us everything from great Mike burgers to stir fries to panko shrimp tacos and everything in between. It's always good and it's always delicious and they are taking care of lunch for us this week. Really looking forward to that. If you want to uh, put together a meal with a great variety and a big menu to choose from, just look up Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual. You can visit their website or you can check out GX94... uh, foxfmonline.ca for more information as far as uh, some of the great stuff that they've been sending us for our Staff Lunch Fridays. Always looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun, so make sure you check out Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual. Fox FM's Eddie Q and Reader are working hard on their Halloween costumes. And by working hard, they mean putting off until the last minute. Fox FM.